Welcome to this Your Running Success podcast episode with Brittany Fraser. Inspired by a love of horses at a very young age, Brittany began her career in dressage and quickly rose through the ranks. Brittany and her gelding All In have helped lead the Canadian team to a silver medal finish at the 2015 Pan American Games, wowed Carl Hester during a Toronto Toronto Masterclass, and was the highest scoring Canadian combination at the 2018 World Equestrian Games, climbing the rankings to number one Grand Prix dressage rider in Canada for two consecutive years. In 2017, she made the decision to relocate back to Canada to establish her business and to give back what she has learnt to the sport she loves so much. With her sights still looking to compete at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics, Brittany has so much to share with her experiences. I'm so excited to bring you this amazing episode with Brittany. Welcome to the Your Riding Success podcast. My name is Natasha Altoff and I'm a Grand Prix dressage rider from Australia, author of three books and a leading online trainer of riders all around the world wanting to take their riding to the next level. I'm also a shockaholic, mother of two amazing children and obsessed with helping riders be all they can be. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you stories of inspiration, ideas and strategies of how to make real progress in your riding and give you actionable advice on overcoming riding fear and anxiety so you can take your riding to the next level and be the rider you dream to be. So let's get into today's episode. All right. So thank you so much for joining us today. I'm super pumped to chat. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So why don't we start at the start? What did you want to be when you grew up? Like where did, did you have a pony from a very young age? How did you get involved with horses? Well, I always loved horses from a very young age. I have a picture actually of my dad holding me on a western horse when I could barely sit up um, as a very young child so my dad was into horses Um, his wife at the time um, also had a riding school so I was always involved in you know we always had many uh, kids and lesson programs at our at our stable I had a pony I had several ponies but um, yeah it was it was I tried jumping I did dressage um, I definitely fell in love with the dressage part of it jumping I was a little bit nervous I would say (laughs) but um, I always wanted to be in the barn course I never wanted to go to school I always wanted to be in the you know typical (laughs) girl pony (laughs) but it was so fun because I had all like I met so many friends through riding lifetime friends yeah um it was like the place that you go and you hang out and you know and just enjoy horses so and I don't think today that happens as much Mm. as it did when I was younger so yeah. I was very And did you grow to, up to... reading like the saddle club books where you like Yo oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I get yes. what you're talking about. It was like it's we're just living yes. the book. We're just living the dream. <laughs> and the show too. They made yeah. a they made a TV show. Oh, you see you must As be younger well. than me. I, I didn't have that. I just had to deal with my imagination. A... <laughs> <laughs> Anything worse. Even there was even there was computer games where you could you know be a jockey or pretend to jump or yeah crazy so you're horsey 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 when did you have a moment where you went like when I asked would ask you when you're like eight or nine what are you going to be when you grow up would you have said a horse rider yes I think so I would have for sure Um, I knew in my head that you go 
Well, my parents supported me um, for sure. They supported me, um, but I always had in my head, well, the right thing is to go to school, to go to university, right. and okay. um, you know, because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what um, growing up's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did, but I decided you know, halfway through that it wasn't for me. And I worked so hard, um, you know, in barns, working students, mucking stalls, everything I could to, you know, get to where I am now. And my dad always said, well, if you work hard, then, you know, I will, I will back you. Yeah. I love it. So I was, I was fortunate for that, for sure. Um, but we were in, I was in so many great programs as um as a junior pony junior and young rider um that always kept me motivated and when I got a taste of uh, being on a team or being you know involved in a you know a big CDI I I thrived on that and I realized from then on that, you know, I wanted to be a team rider. I think in 2001, I had leased a pony from my, one of my trainer's client, clients. I couldn't even get it on the bit now that I look back. And they did in Montreal. They did. Oh, yes. And they did. Um, they were having the first where they um, introduced the FEI pony in the CBI. In 2001, and I'm like, well, I have to do that. I was leasing this pony. I couldn't get it on the bit, but I'm like, whatever. I'm gonna go for it. I love it. And (laughs) and um, you know, when I think back of those days, and we also did some uh, invitationals in Mexico City, where we went on, we went as a team, and we borrowed horses that again we couldn't get. We could barely get through the movements. But when I look back at all of these incredible opportunities um, that I had, it just, each time I I lived that, I wanted more. Mm, mm. So I knew that there was nothing else I I wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, like we all talk about, you know, there's disappointments. Of course, there's more disappointments really than, than fame for sure. And success, especially when you're learning and going up the levels. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like, you know, the kids and the young riders and, you know, they all see everybody at the end, at the end result when they go down center line. And of course it looks polished, but the hours and, you know, sometimes the frustration and the tears and the, that you have to go through that to get that finished project, um, finished uh, product is, is not always easy. (laughs) No, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So you've decided, you you went to uni, you went, no, 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 that's not for me. I'm going to become a dressage rider. And it kind of sometimes sounds, it would have been easier to stay at uni. Like when you say you become a working student and you're mucking all the stalls. That's it. I had two jobs. I had two horses. I was, I was mucking, I don't know, 30 stalls, riding, grooming, everything. I was so exhausted. Like, why did I do this? But, (laughs) but, (laughs) but in the freezing cold, you know, know, it was in Ottawa. It was so cold in the winter, like minus 30. But that's what you do when you love horses. I can't even comprehend those temperatures. Okay. Now, did you do all of that because you 
you were definite, I'm going to go to the Olympics? Or was it, I just want to be the best rider I can be? Or what was your dream propelling all that work to happen? No, the Olympics was for sure my, yeah, my, the Olympics was for sure my dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, I knew one day I was going to try what I could to, to get there. I didn't know how it was ever going to happen yeah. <laughs> or, you know, how any of it was going to happen. And probably most people don't. No. Um, but I knew I was going to try my best. Excellent. To get there. Okay. So what kind of unfolded in those years? Did you get some opportunities? Did you get to, or your own horse up to FEI or Grand Prix or what was? Yes. So I trained with Ruth Caution, Albrecht Heidemann and for many years of my life. And they were like the, you know, the juniors, young riders, that stage of my life. Um, I always had a horse, um, you know, that I was on the team for young riders and things like that. And Ruth Kosh retired. I still trained with Albrecht a little bit. And then I got an opportunity to train with Ashley Holzer. About eight years ago, I started training with, or Ashley gave me an opportunity to train with her. Um, And the horse that I have now all in um, was six or seven. I love that name, by the way. The the auction I didn't name him. The auction that I bought him from named him. I can't take credit for that. (laughs) But um, I she gave me the opportunity to go train with her, so I packed my bags. Then I went to New York, and um, I think a couple weeks after I started training with her, I went and showed in Devon with all in and fourth level, and it went really well. And I started to see like really his talent and things you know the training just kept getting better and he kept getting stronger and she taught me how with a lot of her help how to train a a horse from basically walk trot canter Mm. a flying change one way Mm. to a grand prix horse i love it and what how old were you when you did the move 22 yeah. So was that hard? Had you done much traveling from your home prior to that? Yes, okay. I did. Like I, I was traveling since high school. So I grew up in Nova Scotia um, and I was living in Ottawa for, for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I was always traveling. But, you know, when I when I got the opportunity to train with Ashley, I just met my husband. Um, so... <laughs> You know, when you're younger, you're like, okay, well, are we still going to be together? Yes, and he went to school to be an engineer, so he also had big goals for himself, and I had big goals for myself, so it worked. Yeah. Not going to say it was easy, but it worked. No. Uh, (laughs) um, So... Yeah, it, it was an incredible experience that I had in New York with Ashley. It was, you know, just her training program, um, what I've learned watching. I would sit there and watch her teach, you know, to amateurs, to professionals, yeah. um, seeing her ride young horses to Grand Prix horses, you know, just seeing the different tactics that she used for different horses. It was, it was like me going to school. Yeah, yeah, you know that was my that was my schooling. Yeah, <laughs> so um, that was a really an incredible 
opportunity. I also received a grant um, in the, like when I was training with Ashley to go to Europe and train with a trainer in Europe for three months. Yes. So I went to Europe and I trained with Patrick Kittle, which was also an incredible experience. Yeah. Um, so all in, I, all in and I packed her bags yeah. and we went to Germany and we spent three months there. Amazing people. So fun. Learned so much. We'd do it all over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So you were, what year did All In Go Grand Prix? For, okay. I did, um, the Pan Ams in 2015. Yeah. And in 2015, I did my first national Grand Prix. Cool. All right. So then when you, I, I'm, I'm quite like I'm, I'm on track for 16. I knew he was green. Yeah. And I knew I was green. Yes. For Rio. Mm. But I was, I tried to give it a go. Mm. Um, Canada didn't send a team. They only sent two individuals. Mm. So I knew that it was going to be very, very tough. Yes. Um, but for my first year Grand Prix, you know, I, I was so proud of him that he, you know, that he stepped up to the plate and just, a, uh, you know, in 2015, I was, I did one national Grand Prix and then I did the Pan Ams. Yeah. So I wasn't even focusing on the Grand Prix then. Yeah. So, and he's a huge horse. It's a lot to put together. Okay. Yeah. From start to finish for the test and just strength wise, like you think you're ready, but you go in down central. <laughs> It's like, oh gosh, <laughs> I need, I need to practice more. Oh. Um, so I did give it a go and I was close, but yeah. I was, um, was much more prepared for this year. <laughs> yes. So were you, um, did you, is it still with all in, you were prepared for this year? Yes. Yeah. Cause yes. how old would be this year? So, so all in this year is 15. Oh, perfect. Uh, okay. I had an yeah, I had an incredible winter season in Florida, the best mm. um, I've ever had. I mm. had many personal bests mm. going up into Tokyo. So it was it was sad for me that Tokyo, but you know, there's other there's other issues in the world right now. So Absolutely. I crossed my fingers and toes that next year. How did you find the momentum? Like I know it's next year, but that's still maybe even uncertain. Did you give yourself an hour, a day, a week? Yeah. How much Puddle on the floor did you do before you reset, stepped up and went, okay, now what am I working on? So after we came back from Florida, this um, end of March, we came back and I just finished on such a high at the Nations Mm. Cup. I won a bronze medal in the freestyle. I had, you know, we won a a team medal. It was was an amazing show. Congratulations. So all in and I came back to Montreal. We were all pumped but in the back of my head I was saying to myself like prepare yourself because with what is happening Tokyo probably will not be happening yeah and when I it was like I don't know I think it was like 10 30 at night and I look on my phone and I get an email saying Canada is not sending any teams to Tokyo Mm. I was uh, I I was for sure sad and disappointed Mm. but I knew Mm. that this was coming yes so this summer I I did give all in a break yeah because I thought you know he's he's 15 he has done 
so many shows in his life. Yeah. And I want him to be, I didn't want to put extra miles on his legs for no reason because yeah. everything was so uncertain. You yeah. know, when were we going to the next horse show? We yeah. had no idea. Right. When, you know, we, we mm. didn't know. When can we travel to the U.S.? We yeah. don't know. Yeah. So I gave him a very, very, very light summer. The last yeah. couple months I started to, um, amp him up again and we'll be going to Florida. He's leaving on November 10th. So the borders so, are open. You can do that. So as of now, um, if you have a letter stating that yeah. you are trying for the Olympics, yeah. um, you cannot, uh, you know, People can't quote me because I'm not 100% no. sure. I haven't tried it myself, but yes. um, apparently you still cannot drive. You have to fly, but the commercial trucks can ship the horses down. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that is the plan of, of today. Wow. <laughs> That's, um, hard we will be... to make plans in a world Oh, like very hard. I've, I've, been, I've changed my plans. I'm telling my students, like, just bear with me. I don't really know what I'm doing, but, but it's the same for my students, you know, it's, they all want to go, but you know, we can't, the families can't travel back and forth because of quarantine. It's very, very difficult. Mm, mm, Absolutely. But I made plans to go to Florida, um, seeing that they're gonna go. So I want to get back with Ashley and get into a strict program and kind of start off where I left off last season yeah absolutely and did she help you with like some online lessons or have you been alone like doing your own thing until you come back to Florida yes um we started we started well once I came back from Florida like I really gave all in some like I think I gave him like a month in the paddock just and I I wrote him but just like long and low and really I barely picked him up um and just the last couple of months, I started to do Pixio with her yes. um, online. It's been really great. Yeah. Really great. Good. So you've had some so eyes. fortunate. Now you're just like, I want to compete. Yes. That's it. I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So it seems in the craziness of the crazy, you've, you seem to be doing really amazingly amazing to be able to go, well, these are the plans and for go and the competition season should probably start. At least I'll be with my coach physically. And then I'm doing my best chance to be in the best situation I can be for Tokyo. If it, if it happens. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. Okay. So do you yeah. have also other things to consider? You said you've got, you had a husband, like he obviously wasn't your husband then, but he's your husband now. Yes. And Does I have a baby. Come? Oh, and you have a baby. I was about to say. <laughs> okay. How old is your baby? My baby is six months, 16 months. Right. So. Baby boy. I'm like going, oh my God, oh my God. How do you just get you and your horse to Florida? Tell me, what are you doing with your baby boy and your husband and everything else? That- so that's the complicated part. <laughs> um, it's still very up in the air, but my son, um, after Christmas will come with me to Florida. Yeah. Um, along with my mother, cause yeah. she will help me. Yeah. Um, she will look after him and everything like that. And my husband usually comes to Florida, like back and forth. 
Yeah. Um, and he has some time off during Christmas and New Year's. So usually we, after Christmas, we go to Florida for, he comes to Florida for two weeks. Yeah. This year, everything is really up in the air. So I can't make any, we don't know. Yeah. He has been working from home. Yes. I said, can you work from home in Florida? Florida. He tells me that's not realistic. Really? <laughs> so I, I don't know yet. That part of it is complicated. I'm sad that the, you know, quarantine is still in place. So we will, we will see. Thank you so much for sharing because people might just, you know, they turn on the TV in 2021 and they see you win a gold medal at the Olympics and they go, (laughs) how nice for Brittany. How nice would it be for Brittany? But the things sacrificed and the struggles you've had and the, the like no one sees that, but they're, 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 Oh, and you know, I'm I'm going going to go to Florida like a few days after my horse, and I'm gonna was gonna stay there for three or four weeks to get some serious training, and maybe do one competition in December. Mm. And my husband and I were just talking about it tonight. Like, okay, well, I am gonna go, but Theo is probably gonna stay home. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how am I gonna go two weeks without seeing him? Yeah. You know, but that's the reality sometimes, and the sacrifices that you have to make, and yeah. I'm so happy that my husband is supportive in all this yeah. because, you know, the lifestyle sometimes is not reality yeah. and it's tough to juggle family life and this sport. There's no question. Yeah. It's very tough, but I always knew that I, I wanted that yeah. along with, I love my sport and I'm totally dedicated, but I also knew that I wanted an outside life. Yeah. Good on you. And I tell my students that, yeah, that is very important mm-hmm. also in life to um, to have an outside life. So it's just how you juggle. Absolutely. Now, do you only have the one horse, or have you got like three or four other young horses coming up that you've also about? Because that would I have. Me. I I own just one horse. Yes. Um, I have um, one of my very good friends and teammates Jill Irving and her husband had purchased a young horse for me to ride this um this summer yeah so he is with me he's four years old um bought him off an auction online yeah um so that was um that was really an amazing um an amazing opportunity for me and um we're still in the process too of maybe looking for another young horse um I have some things in can we go oh. back to we bought him online? Did you try him yes. or you literally just no. the buy now button? Please tell us everyone <laughs> at home, does that ever work out? Because I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, first of all, as every, oh. all of my clients and students know I'm totally against buying off video. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, the guys that I work with in Holland, um, I really trust. Right. And one of them is my good friend. The other guy um, was all in previous owner as a young horse. They've been looking out for, you know, a reasonably priced young horse for me um, to take up the levels. And they said, you know, I think you should give this horse a try. And I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to actually do this? Buy this horse (laughs) online. But I did. And I will say. His temperament is a hundred percent. So good. 
And for me, that's very important. Absolutely. And that's, again, let's, we're going to see you in, you know, 10 years win another Olympic gold medal with this four-year-old that will now be 14. And people go again, oh, how nice for Brittany. How much like did Brittany have? She had to take this. There is risk. There is, there is, oh my God, I can't breathe. I have to do something that's out of my comfort zone that I've never done before in order to get the rewards. So thank you again for sharing that story. Not that I'm saying click buy now, but you go. And when you're on a young horse, you know, it's like with all in, you walk, talk, canter around a couple of times. You're like, okay, this is a nice feeling, but you know, don't, you don't know what road you're going to go down. So you, you hope for the best. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like a dream that your young horse is going to take you to the Olympics. Yes. You know, that's a dream. And yes. I know every young horse might not, but I'm going to try it again. Absolutely. Freaking lately. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> And then, sorry, you were going on to another young horse or something. I just had to. Oh, so there, I have a, a few. We're looking for another um, young horse um, to 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 purchase, but I, like I said, I wanted to wait till things open up so I could go over and try yeah. some horses in Europe. I I don't want to buy too many off video because. You know, I, I lucked out with you got lucky, one, yeah. but you just, that's, you just don't know. And I'm going to be totally honest. You know, I'm a new mother. Yeah. Your, your body takes a long time to get back to where it was before yeah. when you're not used to riding four-year-olds. Yeah. You know, I want to be sure that the four-year-old I'm on is not going to kill me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to, I want to be a, a team rider and so, you know, the young horses that I choose, I want to, I want to really choose right. Yes. So <laughs> when you go to Florida, will the young horse come with you or will that stay? Yes. Right at, oh, to come with you. Yep. Yes, he's coming. Yeah. Okay. Coming. Yep. So is that also in the back of your mind, you don't want to have an army of 10 horses because how would you logistically figure that's, out? That's it. And I was going to get a couple of sale horses as well, but I thought, you know what, I, between the horses I have, my family, I have very ambitious students that I want to be there for them and I want to give them the best I can. They're all a great bunch of young girls who want to make this their career. Mm. Um, and it's so exciting for Canada that we have that. So I want to give them as much as I can of myself. Yeah. So I have, I have enough right now, more than enough. That's amazing. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Um, so do you want to talk about your training methods that you use when, you, when you're sitting on your horses, whether it's a four-year-old or whether it's all in? Um, what are you thinking about as you ride them around? Like is, you know, is forward what you're thinking about or is balance what you're thinking about or engage? Like what are, what are the things that you're thinking about that your must-dos, like your checklist of I can't proceed to the flying changes or the PF until I've got this? Well, straightness and balance are for sure um, two key components that I always, every single day, pick apart the straightness of the horse, the balance of the horse, the control, Mm -hmm. speed control is also a huge factor in both young and older trained horses. Um, With all in, you know, I've known him for so long and I have such a you know, we have such a, like a marriage partnership, really. Um, but every day I, I ride him and, you know, I want to, you know, get him straight, 
I want to also laterally supple him. Um, it's something that I think is very important. Um, you know, bringing them back into a smaller trot so that the balance stays really underneath my seat, I find is also very important. Those are for sure checklists. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, like I said, speed control is a big one in every gait, walk, trot, canter. Um, making sure that, you know, that you have full control of what you're asking for. Mm. And I think Ashley really um, emphasized that and taught me that, especially, you know, it's not just inches, also passage, you know, and how to, you know, make the passage bigger, make the passage smaller, having a complete control in every, every single stride. Because when you go through Grand Prix tests, you realize how fast things can unravel very quickly and if you don't have tools in your toolbox to fix it it can get very overwhelming (laughs) and I try to make things very straightforward in my writing and not try not to complicate two things you know like when you have fault okay you have to come back when I put my leg on you have to go um and for the young horses I like to um you know obviously change up their their you know weekly schedule not do the same thing all the time you know take them well even all in two but for the young horses I think it's very important also including cavalettis and and poles um, and some hill training and of course some hack days and um, we have a big um, outdoor jumper ring at the barn that I'm boarding at and you know just to go out and have a big gallop and let the horse really open up their stride it's also very important, not just riding inside in a, in a small arena where the horse can actually really, you know, open themselves up and, and really let go. Yeah. Um, so, though, and also some lunging too, you know, over, over Cavalettis that they can find their own balance themselves, not always with a rider. Mm. Looking for, you know, even contact and all the things that you know and what I when I was training all in as a young horse I didn't obviously know what I know now so my the new young horse that I'm riding I'm thinking way more about you know the end result what I'm looking for not just okay I'm gonna do a 20 meter circle yeah well yeah I'm just yeah. trying to make a circle. That's what I'm going to <laughs> And was that, so. do you remember having a bit of a shock when you first went to Ashley? Like, did you just go, what? Well, was, this, what? Like, straightness yeah. is important? Um, balance? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I knew all of, like, I, because I had great trainers in, in before yes. too. So I, I knew all of this, but I, I guess when you actually, when you start to do more of the Grand Prix stuff, you see how why much, they're banging on about it. <laughs> why it's so important, you know, like not just when you do your twenty meter circle. Mm-hmm. So, and I was used used to riding so many young horses, and when I was younger, and not such, you know, highly trained horses. I had pre Saint George horses, but that was it. Yep. So I wasn't, so Ashley just really opened my eyes up for the Grand Prix Mm, mm. and really taught me, you know, how to train a horse from start to finish, which is, and, you know, of course, each horse is different, Um, but all of her horses are so correctly trained and easy to ride 
so I, you know, her system works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's simple too. And I think that's, what's also important is to try to keep things as simple and straightforward as possible. So it's also easy to teach and that it doesn't confuse people. Yeah. That's huge. Awesome. Okay. You were awarded the, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say the wrong word. Stop. Rosda. Rosda Olympic Bursary for the second time. Tell us about this grant and um, what was it like to win it for a second time? That's awesome. <laughs> well, this grant um, was very special to me because Elizabeth, um, the girl that got killed in a car accident, mm-hmm. I had actually taught a few times. Um, um, she was oh. a very young, motivated girl that her dream was to go to the Olympics and oh. she had so much motivation and I didn't know her well, but I yeah. did teach her a few times. Yeah. So when I was awarded it, I wanted to, you know, really try to, you know, use it in the sense where I used it for my training so I could get better so that I could go to the Olympics and yeah. try to, you know, really, really put the, put the money into very good use. Um, so winning it for a second time was very, very special to me. Yeah. Um, so the first time, was that when you used it with Patrick? No, that was another, oh, that, um, that was, that, that was something else. Yeah. That, that was only a, a one time thing. Yeah. The, the training in Europe, um, the Brasta, uh, bursary is every year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, you talked about some of the highs. Um, you obviously had an amazing show season uh, in, in – does it start December, January, February, and then ends in March, doesn't it? So you've had some amazing highs. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite? Like, I know we haven't got to the favourite favourite yet because that's coming. Um, <laughs> what's your favourite so far? Well, I will I, – I, my favourite – was and at the Pan Ams in Toronto. I, I will never forget that moment. Just being on home yeah. turf, the crowd just erupted <laughs> when I finished. Yeah, and it still gives me goosebumps. So uh, that was, I mean, I can't even describe the feeling. It was just so cool, and to have personal best there was also, you know even better we almost beat the americans which (laughs) so it was that that to me was my all-time high of course competing at the world equestrian games was a was another high um but a a different one yes yeah okay so let me just even go back do you remember your first grand like it was your first Grand Prix on that horse, on a horse you trained, but it was your first Grand Prix in your life anyway. Like, was that a yeah. – I would have cried after that. <laughs> well, it didn't go as well as I thought that it was going to go. Well, my next honest. follow-up <laughs> question was going to be, I hope it was a pretty bad score because if you came out with like – No, I should score, say – like <laughs> No, I should say then – no, my that's a lie. The, my first national show that I did, Grand Prix, Went yeah. very well. I was, I couldn't believe he was awesome. Yes. I'm like, is this actually how it's going to go? And then I did my CDI. Your first and that was a different story. <laughs> yes. 
So I think I scored like 70 in the national. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so oh amazing. God. And then I went into the CBI and got 64. <laughs> No, but okay. We're probably now expecting a 70. Uh, well, I was maybe expecting to do a little bit better, but you know, like I said before, you don't realize, you know, how, how much strength the horses need to get through a test. Yeah. And, and just the accuracy and how much they have to yeah. be on the aids and the time that you know, like I always tell my students, you know, you learn how to ride your horse at home and then you need to learn how to go into the ring and ride your horse mm, mm. because it's sometimes two different animals. Mm, mm-hmm, absolutely. And my horse, um, you know, he's he has a heart of gold and he tries every single day to, to do what I ask, but he, he was pretty hot. Mm. So... He, it's a lot of horse. He's almost 18 hands. Yeah. And I'm not very big. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of horse to manage, especially when they start to fatigue and get, mm. and, and get tired. So I took my horse and it, it took us a couple of years to really get into the Grand Prix groove, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, and to get the experience and, you know, once you think you fix one thing, then you lose something else. Mm. And this year I finally felt that everything was coming together in a in an incredible way. Mm. So that's amazing. And do you want to talk about the WEG experience? How was that? Oh, it was very cool. Um, it was also always a dream of mine to be, to go to a world championship. And, um, you know, I think the way it, it was a little bit disappointing in the sense with the hurricane that was coming in, it really kind of disrupted the whole vibe of everybody because everybody was just kind of focused on, are we leaving? Is the show going to happen? And I feel so bad for them people that couldn't do their freestyles that just is a real it's very upsetting for them um you know I had two unfortunate mistakes that I never have at WEG (laughs) just little little things but costly things so I was you know that was a little disappointed in can you share Um, what I still so everyone can be like yes make sure I don't do that (laughs) so I in the zigzag in the canter zigzag um in like I think the last line change he kind of went back when I ate it so it was not on the count not on the six so so when you have that it's a five Yes. That's when you have a mistake. Isn't it so hard? Because like you've done so many half passes and changes and it was just one of them. One change. (laughs) One change. And I don't know if he was like kind of looking at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did this too at the Pan Am. Mm. When on the second day and the last change on the scanner zigzag, Mm. he kind of went back, like he kind of startled. Yeah. So, and then I did a great first cantrip pirouette and I changed at X and he changed back. No! So he did like a 110 at I'm X. Like, I get back. So I had to change back. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? So again, very, very costly. Mm, mm, yeah. And the rest of the test was great. 
Yeah. And so have you thought about that, Tempe? Was it you were thinking ahead of the second Piro and not paying enough attention? I'd probably moved my leg (laughs) and I probably ate it in. But, you know, sometimes when I change to the right at X, he can get a little crooked. Yeah. Um, So if I had taken the left rein too much and he changed back... Thing. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, when you just be like, oh, can I just have a redo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just a warm up. Uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah, can I have a redo? <laughs> but, you know, to be in my first world championship and have 70%, I yeah. led Canada. So, yeah. again, I was very happy. Yeah. I was very, if I didn't have those mistakes, I would have been going to the special. So, yeah. you know, but I say you learn from your mistakes and you just keep going. That's it. That's it. All right. For everyone that's listening to this going, well, I haven't had much, like, that's great with all your success. I've had, I've just competed on the weekend and I just got eliminated or I just came last or my horse just totally had a hissy. Can you share with us, a, have you had a bad moment, a bad competition? Oh, yes. <laughs> I've had many many moments but uh, (laughs) which I think all top riders would probably say the same but um yeah many shows where I'll remember my young rider horse just stopped and wouldn't go (laughs) mid cantor pirouette and Um, I'm like kicking and nothing's happening and you know, you just go out of the ring and be like, okay, try again. But at that one point, it's so disappointing. Or, you know, I, one time when I was trying to qualify for the Young Rider Championships, I missed my score by 0.02 to go on the last day. And it was raining so much. And I was riding in so much mud. I thought judges have to be nice nice to me today and just give me the score. But no, and I missed the championship. I couldn't go. Wow. By point zero two. Yeah, yeah. So again, that was really disappointing. Mm -hmm. I bought um, an incredible pre-St. George horse in Europe. I sold two horses, Mm -hmm. my two horses to get him. Six months later, he had a terrible, terrible suspensory Mm -hmm. and had to go to rehab, was off for like, two years so it was also very challenging um very sad yeah I've had and then what happened did he eventually come good he did he came back I leased him to one of my very good friends now she did the junior championships because I knew I wasn't sure if he would come back to do pre-St. George yeah. at the level that I wanted him and I wanted him just to stay sound and you know have an easier workload so I leased him to her, to her and she did very very well and I took him back and I did a few uh few pre-St. George but I could see things starting to yeah. unravel again a little bit so I I put him in a field it's devastating. so he came yeah it is it is he came back for like maybe a year and a half, two years at the most. Mm, mm. Um, so that was really upsetting. Um, and, you know, I've had, when I was younger, my gosh, 
my horses, you know, I couldn't get them on the bit. They would try to leave the ring, <laughs> you know, all the ups and downs <laughs> that you go through and you learn from your mistakes. Or I remember once, too, this other horse that I had, I was doing a junior test and then doing an extended trot down center line. And he spooked and he stopped and reared, rated right G. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I'm like, why are you doing this? You know, you just want to be like, why? What an what yeah. a finale though. Ta-da! I, I know. <laughs> but yes, there's like I tell most people, there's no you know, there's sometimes a lot more, you know, hardships than yes. than good. But when the good comes, it feels so good. And it just gives you that drive to, you know, want to do it again. To go through all the rest of the bad that's coming. Go to through it again. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, awesome. Um, do you have a piece of advice that you live by or a quote or a motto that you're like, this, this, this is what I do when things get tough or – my coaches and my dad always said, you know, never give up and work hard. Love it. And yeah. it's a simple thing to live by, but it's so true. Even when things get tough, you just keep on pulling through and there is light at the end of the tunnel. And if you work hard and you really, um, really dream it and want it, you will get it. Yeah. And I think um, you mentioned it earlier as well. Like that is so simple. It's very simple to understand. We can all Mm -hmm. understand it. Just because something's simple to do doesn't mean that it's easy to do. It's actually quite hard. (laughs) The work is very hard. But you mentioned your father (laughs) said, if you work hard, I'll do everything I can to support you. It wasn't just, I'll do yeah. everything. You've got a dream. I'll do everything to support you. If you have a dream, I'll help you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, he always like there was. If I wasn't working, he wasn't. He wasn't on. Yeah, Yeah. I needed to really. um, And you know, I didn't expect anything for free either. You know, this sport costs a lot of money, like everybody knows. And you know, it's he he needed to see that I was working for it. And you know, every time I I you know, my trainer's like, oh, she needs another horse. Or he said, okay, well, even if I was attached, I had to sell it to Mm. get another one. And that's, Mm. it was, it, as a young person, it was, it was tough. It was really tough because I had such a connection with that horse and Mm. I thought, oh my, you know, I I did it. (laughs) Yeah. But it also makes you a stronger person too. It does. Yep. And it teaches you you have to be a strong, it, it does. And you have to be a strong person to yep. be in this industry and mm-hmm. to deal with all of the, you know, the stress of competitions and yep. horses yeah. and you yep. have to be very strong. You do. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. If any of our Canadian listeners want to get in touch for lessons or full training, are you open to them contacting you? Yes. Um, people can contact me through social media, Facebook, Instagram. I also have a web- website, Fraser Beaulieu Equestrian. Um, my email is fraserbeaulieu at gmail.com. Perfect. And do you have any sponsors you'd like to mention? Yes, I have um, 
I have amazing sponsors. Um, of course, you know, I want to thank them for everything that they do and obviously make all in look amazing, but CF construction, Sam shield, eco gold back on track, Alexia Fairchild, um, Modair, Shanna, those are dressage, um, sport boots. Perfect. Those are a few. Excellent. We can put that in the show notes. Um, excellent. Anything else you'd like to share before we end today? I think that's everything. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. To stay up to date with the latest content, don't forget to hit subscribe to this podcast. Go on. Hit subscribe. I'd love if you would also love to leave us a review to help us how we could do better or make this even more amazing for you. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Your Writing Success and Natasha Altoff.